This is Jim Minns, Communications Officer with the PSA. On the podcast this week... Mate, national sparks and wildfires, and that's what I call them. The PSA responds to the disgusting and insulting comments made by the Deputy Premier of New South Wales, John Barillaro, levelled at our members who work at the National Parks and Wildlife Service. We begin this episode with a sit-down with PSA Assistant General Secretary Troy Wright. Troy, thanks for coming in, stepping in to um, have a discussion about Mr. Barillaro's comments on 2GB Ray Hadley. What I thought we would do in this podcast, to change it up a little bit, is um, have Mr. Barillaro's comments played to you. We have a listen, and then you can respond directly according, accordingly. Apparently, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's three sections. So let's begin. Recorded from Wednesday's uh Ray Hadley Morning Show on 2GB. This is John Barillaro, the Deputy Premier. Four years ago, they, they claimed there was anywhere between six and 8,000 Brumbies in the park. Then National Parks and all those lefties were starting to say that it was very inhumane that we weren't shooting these horses because they were all dying from drought. And, you know, had all these photos about horses dying from drought. They weren't happy with that argument. So then they went and did a count last year and claimed that there was 25,000 horses. So somehow we went from 5,000 horses in the middle of the worst drought to 25,000 over a couple of years. Then the bushfires come along. They say, you know, a billion of our wildlife has perished. But somehow these magical brumbies, we might as well call them unicorns now, have survived. Troy, how does the PSA respond? Look, three points I want to make about that comment. Firstly, um, the dispute over numbers is yet again, this is a number that's come from qualified professional scientists, neutral scientists, people without a political agenda, people that have properly assessed the Brumby population, yet that's not good enough for the National Party. Yet again, the National Party rather goes with their own anecdotal evidence, their own observations, their own numbers plucked out of the sky that suit their own agenda, rather than science. And we see them do this repeatedly on a number of issues. Secondly, let's be clear about the Brumby issue. Um, This isn't a question of the public service being compromised or running with an agenda. This is an issue where John Barillaro has the agenda and is compromised because of his agenda. One of his largest donors and mates, and it's been very publicly revealed a couple of years ago and yet to be addressed by John Barillaro, one of his largest local donors and mates runs a tourism company taking tourists on horses to go see the Brumbies. John Barillaro's interest in the preservation of Brumbies isn't about the environment, isn't about the National Park, it's about his mate's business, and that's what it is. Finally, the thing I wanted to say is that in that interview just then, his quote is National Parks, Wildlife Service, and all those lefties. Our members do not have a political agenda, and it's completely not just wrong, but it's completely offensive for him to bundle them in our public service members, our members that work every day for the public service, not for a political party, not for an environmental group, not for some sort of activist movement. They work for the public service and it's completely wrong for him to label them in any way on a political spectrum. They are public servants currently working for his government. Full stop. Uh, let's listen on, shall we? Yeah. We're not asking for anything else but a count, and the count needs to be done in a genuine way, not just some average way that they did last time, to quantify. We all accept that there may be too many horses in parts of the park, and they mm. need to be removed. No one's saying no to that. But to give confidence to the community, in my community, they want to know how many horses are we starting with, what's the end game look like, and let's work together. Now, there's no one out there that says you shouldn't do a survey and a recount. 
these horses perished like lots of other animals. Yet National Parks has this zest against the, the Brumbies. But you don't hear them talk about pigs, dogs, deer, uh, rabbits, cats, none of that. Just this focus on Brumbies. And that 25,000 number, there's only one word for it. It's called it's bullshit, right? And I'm sorry to use that on your show, but that's, that's okay. how I feel. It's been ongoing for years, uh, and I'm sick to death of National Parks. And I've got people in National Parks who are on my side who have said clearly now that their view is, let's just hold out. Barrel Arrow will probably give politics away during this term or by the next election and once he's gone we can get in there and eradicate the lot so john barillaro used the glorious term of bullshit there trying to describe some of our members work uh what is actually bullshit to pre-paraphrase him is what he said there this has been going on for years yes he's correct it's been going on for years because him and his government can't make a decision despite the overwhelming science in favor of culling the brumbies Secondly, he said, not one person's not saying to have another count. Yes, there is, Mr. Barillaro. It's our members. It's the scientists that are involved. It's the ecologists that are involved. It's the people that have looked at the facts and looked at the counts and worked out exactly the damage the Brumbies are doing that are saying, we don't need another count. We need action. We agree it has been going on for too long, but it's been going on for too long because you have been sitting on your hands about it, looking after your political donors. The other argument he's used there is he said, oh, no one in national parks is talking about pigs and dogs and deer. Let me assure you they are. Our members are. Our members are engaged in that work every day. And the cuts that his government made to national parks in 2017 saw a reduction in the number of pest management offices in the National Parks and Wildlife Service from dozens down to nine. There are nine people engaged on a full-time basis in the entire state of New South Wales responsible for pest management. They are trying their best to deal with the pigs and the deer and the dogs and the rats and all the other feral species that are preying on our native species. Nine. They are trying nine. There are nine people. <laughs> the size is... of a country, uh, sorry to cut you off, Troy, but a state the size of you know, Italy and probably yep. Spain. Yep. There is one. They have broken this state into regions. There is one pest management officer for each region. One of those pest management officers, like the fire management officers, one of those pest management officers has the entire region the size of Tasmania to manage right. for a baiting and trapping program for feral animals. Crazy. So don't come at us and preach about that no one in national parks is talking about pigs and dogs and deer, yeah. they are doing their best under the cuts that he imposed. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one final quote to listen to, mm. if I can indulge your time a little bit longer. Mate, national sparks and wildfires, and that's what I call them, because at the end of the day, you know, if we talk about it to protect the environment, what we saw over the summer, and I'm here in Kofsaba, just outside of Kofsaba, where we're cleaning up another property and the impact of the fires. So I'm dealing and living with that, what happened with the fires. You know, what we've destroyed was five and a half million hectares of land, lost a lot of wildlife and animals, property and life. Um, their approach to lock everything up and somehow let it, let it burn is their approach to conservation and, and protecting the environment. This is at the heart of the problem with national parks. This is at the heart of the problem with the Matt Keynes bureaucracy. And what they'll do is they'll just wait out time for people like me to come and go out of politics and they'll get their own way. I'm calling it out today. Matt can stand up to this bureaucracy. I'll back him in. And uh, let's just get, do the right thing by the community. I'm not letting this one go. A couple of years, four years ago, Peter Cochran brought his horses along with mm. uh, hundreds of other people and we ascended on Parliament. We won't be doing that during COVID, but I, I warn this, we're not going away. We're going to protect these Brumbies. They're part of our story, our heritage, who we are, uh, but we also accept there's a balance. And we're prepared to do all of that. 
but we just want the other side, the left, to start thinking about our views and start coming back to the table so we can find a way forward. National Sparks and Wildfire, he's calling us. Yeah, could he be more offensive? It's ridiculous. The people he's talking about there are the people that not only did their best under a regime of them removing, a, I think it was $190 million out of National Parks and Wildlife Service, leading to massive job cuts, including to those people that are responsible for hazard reduction. The people he's mocking are not just the people that did that hazard reduction in the lead-up to the fire season, but they were on the hoses, on the trucks, in the helicopters and on the front line fighting those fires right through summer in our national parks. Our members that are rangers, our members that are in range of other jobs that were fighting actual fires. John Barillaro's is making a big deal about doing something at Coffs Harbour there. Nice to see him doing something at last because he was having a holiday in London over the New Year's break just when the fires were on. Good on you, John. Glad you're cleaning up a house at last. Glad you're finally on the tools because that's what our members were doing right through the fire season and now you have the audacity to to belittle them just to score political points on a rival Matt Keane. It's not good enough. That's not leadership from our politicians. That's petty, it's vindictive and it's out of order. Troy, uh, how do you think, and I'll just I'll end on this question, how, how do you think our members uh, would feel uh, the members that, that you rightly said worked really hard during such terrible times, that they were used as a political football. It's been going on for a while now with National Parks and Wildlife Service from John Barillaro, primarily from John Barillaro. So they're not, uh, not used to it, but this interview steps up the game significantly. Let's be clear, this isn't about the fire season. This is about his fight with Matt Keane and the department about the Brumbies. Let's be clear, his fight about that is because he's compromised and so he's decided to revive this old argument. What we want to see is bring out the inquiry. They've had a state inquiry in the bushfires. Let's have a look what happened with the bushfires. I'm sick and tired, and our members should be sick and tired if they're not already, of this constant garbage coming out, this fact-free garbage about it being resultant of a lack of hazard reduction. Nathan Bradshaw, Industrial Manager. In 2011, there were 289 uh, rangers mm-hmm. um, positions. By 2018, um, there were 193. So that represents a 35% cut to fire-trained rangers. Um, now, they're the people that go out there and do the hazard reduction um, and fight the fires. Um, so if there is any um, you know, issue with national parks, it's because of the resources that this government has provided them. There is no lefty conspiracy. Um, there is no great uh, you know, left uh, puppet master looking after the national parks and wildlife. In fact, um, there remains, and leading up to the bushfire season last year, there remained over 100 vacant firefighting roles. Those are rangers and field officers. Now those vacancies should be filled. Those vacancies are still not being filled. In fact, we're recently um, involved in communications with the department um, and there is a staffing freeze and they're not filling those fire trained positions. My name is Kim DeGovrick and I'm an organiser with the Public Service Association. However, before that, I was a career park ranger working for the national parks for almost 40 years. Staff in national parks are deeply insulted that a politician 
would uh, besmirch the name of the New South Wales National Parks and Wildlife Service when during the last fire season they absolutely worked their backsides off trying to protect the national park system, life and property, villages in New South Wales and all we get from the Deputy Premier of New South Wales is criticism. It's quite appalling to be honest because uh, public servants like park rangers are frontline firefighters and they have no right of reply. If they reply to Mr Barillaro's insults, they will be sacked. Every expert that spoke about that fire season in New South Wales and Victoria said these were weather-induced fires, not, not fuel-induced fires. They were, they were driven by weather events. Every expert has said that except for people like John Barillaro on the conservative side of politics. Let's get the inquiry out. Let's get some facts on the table. And in the meantime, until we hear those answers, some people should learn to shut up. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week.